We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. The Super Bowl was seen by the largest sports audience in the history of television. From the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, coast to coast, and around the world. The game was the first concrete evidence of the merger of the two leagues. Yes, Namath is on the hot seat. I think we got a heck of a shot of winning. We beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday. He said, I guarantee a jet victory. 65 toss power trap that might pop wide open, Rats. Yeah! The mentor! 65 toss power trap, yes! It was played for the highest stakes ever. $15,000 per man for the winning players. That's the toughest job Oakland's had today. Lifting <laughs> John Madden up, they got him up there. 250 pounds, off they go. And the Raiders have won the Super Bowl championship. Next one out there. What a catch by Lynn He's made two incredible catches. We're not at halftime yet. Tape it up. Give me two more aspirin, and let's go play. Walter Payton, Mike Ditka, hungry Chicago, finally champions on this January day in New Orleans. Montana, touchdown, John Taylor. In this superb spectacle of a sport, even the losers can find some satisfaction. No good. Wide right. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them, Cowboys? Diving inside the five-yard line for a first down. Is he only 37? How important is this football game? How bad does John Elway want to win this football game? There's only four words. This one's for John. Mike Jones made the tackle, and the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Hester to the outside, 40, midfield, 40, 30 to the coast. It's the longest play in Super Bowl history. It's about honor. Eli Manning stays on his feet, airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. And Eli Manning, I don't know how he got out of there. I thought he was on the ground. It's about respect. It's a quick throw. And it's good. It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. We win this game. You're honored. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. We're looking at the greatest right there. Tom Brady, absolutely a player for the ages. We are three. One, two, three. Tom Brady, Super Bowl champion. 
for the seventh time. Let's go! One, two, three. And here we go, Tim. Here we go. Here we go, Tim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. I mean, the game's going to be big. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be a champion crowned at the end of it. Big, memorable things happen in this game. Such beautiful stuff there from Chris Tannehill. I imagine him with like 20 television monitors in front of him going through the game tape of every single Super Bowl. You know, I think I'll choose this one. Just watching everyone just to make sure he chose exactly the right moment. So a good three and a half hours for... All 20 of these. I don't know where he gets the time, but some iconic stuff in there, and hopefully we get something like it this Sunday. It would be great. There's a ton of storylines in, in the game. It's, uh, you know, best high-scoring offense against best rushing offense, two of the best pass rush teams, the Eagles being the best pass rush team uh, in the NFL Two great quarterbacks who were top two in the MVP voting. Uh, Pat Mahomes got 48 of the 50 first place votes. I'm looking at the uh, MVP voting here. Uh, You did get 48. Um, The following people got one vote, uh, one fifth place vote. A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, Justin Herbert, Tyreek Hill, Denny Kellington, Geno Smith, Tua Tungavailoa. We know who that is, Denny Kellington, one of the best. And Justin Fields. Who the hell is that? I don't oh. know. Who the hell is Denny Kellington? It's, Denny Kellington the, got a fifth the, place it's vote. the guy who did the CPR for DeMar Hamlin. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get him <laughs> off of the MVP list. <laughs> the hell is that? That is. That's so stupid. That is ridiculous. My God, you know, Denny is, Kellington. <laughs> so some Buffalo I voter. Like, I was temporarily... <laughs> Mortified. I consider myself to be a slightly above average consumer of NFL content. You're like, who's Denny I'm Kellington? Like, Wait a minute. I know. <laughs> I was, you heard me? podcast in Odyssey in, in January. I was just like, I was like, there's a player in the NFL named Denny Kellington. You heard me when I read the name. I'd never read the name Denny before Kellington. in my life. They got a fifth place MVP. No, vote. he shouldn't be getting any. Well, you know, what he did was pretty valuable. That's the thought, I'm sure. Who, who voted for but it? Wasn't him? Does the it wasn't the most valuable, Danny? and he's not a player. Uh, yeah, it was Susie Colber. He doesn't doesn't even have any escalators in his contract if he gets a vote like that. (laughs) (laughs) You're totally right. Somebody who might have gotten a fifth place vote, somebody might have had two points. Then they would have tied with Micah Parsons for eighth in MVP voting. Maybe they would have hit a bonus or something. That is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I value his work, but that is so stupid. Right, no, give him a humanitarian award. He was honored at NFL Honors. Send him to the Super Bowl. Take him to the Super Bowl. Of course, Susie Colbert with the fifth. Place vote. Hey, I mean, she got his name out there. Yeah, Susie, did. look at me, Colbert. Yeah, that's what everyone says about her. Uh, that's hilarious. How about LeBron, look at me, James, by the way, with a quick aside. Your boy Adam Lefko's story yesterday about how we weren't sure when we were going to get LeBron after the game, but after the game, he walked right to the camera. Yes. Yes. And you, and, and of course, it, but it's it's so funny because I could tell you were just like, that smug son of a look at me. And I'm thinking... Of course, he knows he has to do the interview after the get game. It, get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Go be with his family. Oh, yeah, you cut LeBron some slack. I what said that surprise. about LeBron when we were talking about it before the game happened, and you both scoffed at me. What's that? Like, like how can LeBron not be a likable guy? And I, I was talking I, about him being a look at me dude, uh-huh. and you were both like, oh, no, he's so likable. And now you're on the train. Uh, yeah, but I, the I truth is I, I was on the train a long time ago, and I got off, but I am back on the train. <laughs> the whole thing got me back on the train. 
him becoming the all-time leading point scorer in NBA history and doing it in front of his wife and kids. <laughs> Got the, accomplishing a life. Go to Kareem. Yeah. Go to Kareem. What's our record for Super Bowl picks? What was the uh, where did it end up? Because I just got a text from someone. Clark tied us up at thirteen, I believe. Clark the Cub got in. So we're thirteen and thirteen. Thir- thirteen Eagles, thirteen Chiefs. Flu Laborg said tie, and Owen, my three-year-old, said both. Crane Kenny picks the Chiefs, so we're up fourteen, thirteen Chiefs. <laughs> okay, fourteen, ah, thirteen Chiefs. So twenty-nine people participating. Uh, today. All right. You know what I like? Uh, I like that for the White Sox, we got Ethan Katz and Lance Lynn and Ron Kittle. Any other White Sox that, that I'm missing? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Then for the Cubs. Should have been Joe Kelly. Right to the top. Right to the top. Went to the president. Kenny Williams oh, said no, oh, so su- I couldn't get suck in. Suck up some more. <laughs> Big old bastard. Lance Lynn. Lance, how the hell are you? I'm doing well. I'm sitting here at the Waste Management Golf Tournament. How many beers in are we? Oh, uh, I don't drink. Okay. <laughs> uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Man, Chiefs in the over. Chief, yeah, it's, they're my Chiefs man. in the over. Lance knows. <laughs> man, after I my own. I don't gamble, though. <laughs> right, right. No. Yeah, you don't, don't gamble. Or don't drink. drink. Huh. Must be tough okay. for you out there to find friends at the Waste Management Open. I know. I'm over here by myself in the corner. <laughs> I heard that after the fact, obviously, because yeah. I'm talking to people on the phone. I was dead back here. Very funny. <laughs> Absolutely dead. Yeah. That was a good 40 seconds. He drinks. <laughs> Just for the record. You're willing to confirm that he likes I can beer? confirm. Lance Lynn, a drinker. I think we can confirm that he gambles as well. Yeah. I, I was Joseph Fields yesterday in that clip being, uh, it was Fields, right? He talked about gambling. And oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't like to gamble on things that I can't control. No, Justin. You don't like to gamble at all. You're not allowed. <laughs> on football. You're not allowed to gamble on football. Yeah. 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 You shouldn't. Don't don't Calvin Ridley yourself. Justin has had quite the experience uh over there in Arizona he has. on Radio Row. Hasn't he? Like- Justin, great to see you, man. I appreciate yeah. the visit. Appreciate you. Have great. A good one. Appreciate yes, you. You too. All right. Justin Fields, that's how you start the show. I like that. Somebody who appreciates good timepiece. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> I think that guy's a stud. I think he's a tremendous, <laughs> tremendous player, tremendous upside. To me, it's a no-brainer. You build. I'm not saying it like he can't hear. He's gone. You build around that guy. They have their quarterback. They have their franchise quarterback. You build around that guy. I know there's some really interesting things in the draft, really interesting things in the draft, but you have your quarterback. Build around him. So my thanks to Justin Fields. When we come back. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the good time piece. I'm not saying it because he can hear me, but I'm going to speak louder so that he can hear me. Justin Fields is the guy. Okay. Justin Fields. Dude, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Looking at your watch, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm a watch guy. Mm-hmm. Pretty oh, yeah. similar. What a I like time piece. I like, that. I like, I like that yours, too. Yes, sir. Respect. Yes, sir. You like Appreciate yellow gold? <laughs> you like yellow gold? <laughs> what a watch. What a watch. Rack em. That's great. You like yellow gold. He weighed in on a very serious subject, though. I like mellow gold, by the way. Good for you. Thanks, man. No problem. <laughs> it's where it's at. It's where I've always said. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Well, actually, that's Odelay. Mellow gold's. Oh, loser. Is yes, that... loser. No, it's just yeah. one of the music songs? Yeah, yeah I think a little so. bit. Okay, I missed bit. that one. I, think I so. got excited about it, though. Uh, he weighed in on a very serious uh, Chicago subject. Like, yeah, he talked about the offseason and Ryan Poles and the draft and who he's going to work with and what he can improve on and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields weighed in on Chicago restaurants. You're from the state of Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And obviously you went to Ohio, but 
That cold in Chicago is different. different. I, I like that winter. I mean, <laughs> I went to Ohio State thinking I'm ready for the cold, but I mean, when I tell you that Chicago winter is different with the wind coming off the lake like that, it's crazy. So, uh, you know, um, hopefully we get that indoor stadium built soon. But, um, I mean, it's something you got to play with. You know, the other quarterback has to play with this too, so just have to manage it better than them and, you know, get used to it. But you know, it, it definitely gets cold. Chicago is known for its food. Mm -hmm. Some great restaurants. What's yeah. your spot, man? I, Gibson's. Uh -oh. Have you hit up Gibson's? Ooh, I haven't heard of Gibson's. Oh, I haven't heard of Gibson's. Gibson's? <laughs> what kind of food? Are, it's a steakhouse. Steakhouse? Yeah. You sure it's still around? It's, You've been out a while. Come on, man. He's getting Gibson's, old. Gibson's is a staple of <laughs> okay. Chicago. I mean, I, I would, I would, I would, uh, I'm sure if you go, you'll mm -hmm. love it. And I yeah. recommend, I know it's probably not on your diet plan, but the yeah. turtle macadamia nut pie. Best dessert in all really? of Chi-Town. Okay, I definitely got to go try that out. What's your spot then? Give me the place. Um, the spots that I usually go to are uh, Maple Nash, uh, another kind of fancy restaurant, uh, Adelina, a Italian restaurant is pretty good. Um, Abba's good. It's a, a Mediterranean Ooh. spot. And then Tao is an, a, another restaurant that I usually go to. Um, really good. So, You're right. I'm what? old. I, I don't know any yeah. of those. Man, I, wow. I, I've wanted to go to ABBA, and I have not yet been to ABBA. Very good. Is Very it? good. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Adelina, too. Real good spot. Pretty nice. new, about a year old. Justin. And Tao has really good sushi. It's a club at night, but... It, yeah, it's a club at night. They go there. The, but the before, like, they they have dinner tables and stuff. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I think that's their Tuesday spot. I think a lot of the Bears go out there yeah. on, their, on their off night to Tao. But, and Johnny Cueto and Yoan Moncada, too. Till 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm, I'm game days. I'm game days. Yeah. That's good. That's uh, that's a pretty good list. I approve the list. Uh, I approve the Ma Maple and Ash is... That's great brunch, Maple and Ash. Oh, really? I've never done it for brunch. Fabulous brunch. That place is expensive. It is. <laughs> that is that is an expensive, high-end meal. Good-looking crowd, Maple and Ash. Wow. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Yeah, no, I know. I'm only there... Good, good call. Yeah. I just helped my friends book a bachelorette dinner at Maple and Ash. There's some hot girls. <laughs> yeah, they'll fit in. Yep. They will, they will absolutely fit in. So how much do you think, like, when you're watching this game, are you going to be thinking about how far away the Bears are from it? You know, I, th I feel like I do that on Championship Sunday, but then I give my brain a break from that during the Super Bowl. Like, I know how far away they are. I, it. It's interesting. I, I feel like I do it all the time, like on, on a Bears bye week or when they have an island game. Yeah. Like, I find myself doing that, and I come in here on a Monday, and that's at least part of the prep is like, here's what I learned about the Bears as I watched non-Bears football. Right. And Super Bowl, I do often give myself a break from that, but because we've talked about the Eagles so much as a template, I mean, dude, you and I this year, we learned a lot about Howie Roseman's plan, about what Sirianni does, about Jalen Hurts' process. It's like, so that, that stuff is just kind of mixed in to my overall Bears offseason thought process. It's also... It's relevant. Actually relevant. Right. Because... Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham are going to be handling this offseason with an unprecedented amount of resources in NFL history. For instance, earlier when you talked about the Albert Breer piece about how the Chiefs started drafting players with high floors yeah. and good character. Once, once Mahomes was paid. Yeah. So then I thought, I wonder how many of those offensive linemen that they drafted, Ryan Poles said, I like this guy and knows exactly about those parameters and thought about it. And did he think about it when he took Braxton Jones, who is has a really I think I think has a very a high floor for a fifth round draft pick. I think we can say now it's a, a it's a right, serviceable. The lesson, the, le the lesson in the piece though was about the Sh he should have taken somebody with a higher ceiling. Maybe was the higher ceiling. Yeah, but sure. but, but, again, but you he, know what I mean. Like he also didn't have 
extreme draft capital. So you got to make choices up it, and down. Yeah. So maybe take high ceiling towards the top of these drafts maybe. and I floor towards the bottom or whatever his process is. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, so I, I think the way these teams are built, uh, I'm going to be thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. but I, so I, I, wonder, like, I wonder like if that would say that he would be more inclined to try Jalen Carter over Will Anderson. Mm. Both have high ceilings. Maybe Anderson has a higher floor. Carter a rarer position to find a pass rusher as yeah. an interior three technique. Agreed. So go for, I'm going to try to find Warren Sapp or Aaron Donald. There are more edge rushers in the NFL. There are not that many guys who are, I mean, Chris Jones is one of them, right? Like Hargrave on the Eagles is one of them. There are not that many interior defensive linemen. Right. Difference making interior defensive yeah. linemen are, 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 are more of a unicorn in this league than edge rushers. Correct. So, that was interesting. Another piece of media from uh, from Radio Row out there with a Bears tie-in. Uh, I know you like old Matt Nagy stories. I so, do. So our buddy Kyle Long was telling stories. We know he had a falling out. He talked to us about uh, not being able to come back with this coaching staff. We knew he wasn't a fan. We knew him and Matt Nagy did not see eye to eye. We know he, we knew he got sent away, but we didn't really know what happened. This was a very loose conversation, and Kyle Long – Spilled some tea. We're playing the Raiders, and we were getting our asses whooped, and we were in there at halftime, and our, our head coach, Matt Nagy, God bless him, <laughs> bless his heart, he looks at the O-line, he says, you guys are playing like some gutless, quiet <laughs> and he stared oh. me in the eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> talking to you specifically. And I stood up in the middle of the halftime thing, and I just walked oh, out. So you put, hold on. I made it about, so I made it questions. about, I made it about 50 yards down the hallway. Yeah. You know how long these hallways yeah. are. Oh, yeah. And our security guy was like, who's my buddy? He was like, Kyle, come on, man. <laughs> I was about to say, Bonte Davis got Why didn't we hear about this story? He said, he said <laughs> not like this. He said, not like this. I had to ride eight hours in first class on the way home. Because you know, I'm a starter. I'm a yeah, vet. Yeah, they, they got put me up with first. the coach. Yeah. I sat across the aisle from Matt Nagy and his <laughs> wife for eight hours the whole way. Your husband called me a gutless <laughs> How do you feel about that? They told me, they said, do not come back to the building. Like, don't come back. Yeah. I didn't know about all We're this. done. Don't call my wow. house. Don't come by my house. We're Breaking, done. Wow. Breaking the man up in Chicago his whole career, man. Wow. Yeah. Because the way Kyle's Bears run ended was curious and 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 clearly very loaded. And I, I've not heard that story. That's that's real. Yeah. That is Who real. do you think comes across worse there? Because obviously football coaches curse out players, right? That is that is not a unique thing. Calling them a bunch of gutless B words and then staring right at the guys, obviously uh disrespecting a veteran who at a time was the best player on your team, but Kyle like walking out and walking out of the, on the team and like needing to be dragged back by the security guard and feeling like he was done and quitting on the spot. Also not a good look uh, for him. Tensions were high. They were getting crushed. I think Kyle looks worse. You do. Yeah. Um, I mean, because like as, I, as, as uh, mean or inappropriate as you might think that coaching activity is, it's you're, you're trying to motivate grown men athletes, and sometimes words will be spoken. So yeah, no, I think Kyle looks worse. Yeah, Shane, you're shaking your head. I, I disagree. That's a proven veteran already. Matt Nagy was still trying to prove himself as a head coach. 
Kyle Long should have more capital in that locker room than Matt Nagy. I disagree. It's kind of telling because that game was the unraveling of the whole Matt Nagy thing. It yeah, carried it on for long after that. But that London game was the first game you saw them get bullied on tape and just look like they weren't trying. Like that was kind of the beginning of the end of all of it, that game. Yeah, because cause Colin, we, we just talked about it earlier in the week, like Belichick calling out Brady and coaching him hard. That is good coaching and leadership. You're all playing like a bunch of gutless B-words, but staring at one person, like making it pretty clear that you're like kind of talking about him. That's pretty lame. It's, 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 it's lame, right? It's super lame. As opposed, it's, it's, it's opposed to just like calling out Kyle directly. Hey, man, you got to be better. You, you're, you're getting us killed out there. Sure. Like being passive aggressive about it, putting it on the whole team, but everybody could see that you're staring right at him. But he's the coach. He's right. the coach. There is a distinct... Uh, power disparity, a distinct pecking order, and you as a grown man can then go to the coach either right then or later and say, hey, that was not cool, and you embarrassed me in front of my teammates, and and we, we can't have that, and I need you to apologize to me in front of the team. You know what I mean? You could try to have those kind of conversations. Yeah. So, Hell of a moment, though, for him to share that story. Am I the only one that thinks Kyle looks worse? Am I the only one? I mean, walking out on your teammates in the middle of a game, you should not do. I think they both look bad. I think think it's passive-aggressive and obviously disrespectful by Nagy and Kyle in the heat of the moment of getting killed in that game than taking that specific call out. Like, Mm. yeah, you can't quit on your team. I I think they both look terrible, frankly. I don't have a disco. Well, let's all start dancing. (laughs) Yeah, there is that. Uh, A.Q. Shipley does great work. 12 years in the NFL. Hilarious dude and uh, former Super Bowl champ as well with Tom Brady. So uh, we'll get some stories and some thoughts on the Super Bowl from A.Q. Shipley. Next on the score. Parkins and Spiegel show flashback. 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 A.Q. Shipley coming up at 4 o'clock. Dave Wanstead is a friend of ours. He comes in studio every week. He is Pittsburgh royalty. You're from right outside of Pittsburgh. When we told Dave Wanstead that I see light, had a mango flavor. Mango? He he was lost his mind. Disgusted. <laughs> we're, we're we're curious what your thoughts are on icy light mango. Yeah, not a fan. I mean, I, I grew up like thinking that like all we're supposed to do is drink Bud Heavy's warm. We can't ice them down. <laughs> we we need Budweiser heavy. No Bud Lights. No anything. Let's just make this as grimy and steel city as possible. When you come from Pittsburgh, we gave Dave an icy light mango, and he was disgusted by it, and drank the whole thing you know what i mean of course of course it tastes delicious it's a, it's a dessert right <laughs> yeah that's exactly right yeah he's like this is disgusting do you have more i wonder if i went into yarsky's bar on the saw side after i worked night shift at jnl steel when i was going to pit and i walked in there and i said can i have an ic light mango <laughs> when the when the bar is seven deep with steel workers you know you can't even see their eyes everybody's got the soot on them right they got the hard hats backwards yeah hey uh hey danny you got an ic light mango there. <laughs> iron city beer there's a little iron in all of us it's a berg thing the parkins and spiegel show afternoons on the score we had wani in studio yesterday so it's been too long since we talked to a yinzer aq shipley with us now on the circle resort and casino hotline circle resort and casino in las vegas home of the world's largest sports book aq thanks for coming back on the show man how you doing I'm great. How Yin's doing? You see what I did there? Aha! <laughs> Led you right into it, man. There it is. You're the star. You? You're the star of the McAfee show now, man. You're everywhere. You're on the GameCast. You're on the show. You're out there, radio row with them. Uh, it's pretty awesome, man. Congrats on the come up. 
I appreciate that. Yeah, we had a blast this year. I can't appreciate. I mean, I can't thank Pat and the boys for giving me the opportunity this year. It's been awesome. I've grown. I've learned. I feel more comfortable on camera, and it has been awesome year of football. Hey, is there anything that Pat can't do in media? It drives us crazy. I think, Danny, you've called him, what, one of the most natural media talents you've ever seen? Yeah. And it's like, I'm watching the the Pro Bowl flag game, which I totally got sucked into and enjoyed, AQ. And Pat was awesome doing play-by-play. Is there anything he can't do? I'm in awe of him every every single chance I get to watch him. I mean, seriously, there's so many times where, like, mid-show I look and uh, and, I, and he's doing – He's cutting a promo on something. I'm like, God, he's so good, right? It's just everything he's doing is turning to gold right now. And and even this week watching him doing the interviews, it's just like he's so natural at it. He's so good. You're right. You put him in front of a flag football game. Who would have thought that would have been entertaining? And somehow it was a thousand times better than anything we've seen at the Pro Bowl in the last 10 years. What's the craziest thing you saw at uh, Radio Row this week? Ah, Carrot Top. Had to be, right? Oh, dude. There's a lot of work that's awesome. been done. That man's done a lot of work on himself in a lot of ways. I mean, like when I saw when we saw him walking by us, I mean, like you saw everybody's head turn. Like, wait, like that is that carrot top? <laughs> like, we need him on the show. Like, how do we how do we get that on the show? <laughs> Did you get him? That. We got him. That. We got him, and he was unbelievable. <laughs> Good. Did he did he have a did he have a trunk full of props? Was he doing the thing? No, but oh. he he was definitely telling us about all his new stuff that he's got going on. Listen, that guy that guy works hard. I didn't realize that. He does a show every night except Sunday for the last thirty something years in Vegas. Wow. It's crazy, man. Crazy. I mean, good gig if you can get it, right? The Vegas yeah, residency. Good for, good, good for him, right? Yeah. Twelve year NFL vet AQ Shipley with us here. Uh saw you shouted out Brady. In, re- in retirement, uh, got you a ring. Do you believe he's actually retired? I do. I do. For for once, I finally believe this is it. I think he's, you know, I think he thought it was going to be a lot easier coming back this year. Clearly, it wasn't the best. So, I think there was like a piece of everybody that was like, there's no way he's going to go out like that, right? No way. Mm-hmm. And he did. I mean, I think I actually read today that he did file his papers. And I think once you file your papers, it's pretty permanent. I mean, I mean, obviously you can always pull back, but I think he's, I think he's looking forward to the next chapter. He's obviously got the Fox gig coming up and what a career though. Right. Unbelievable, man. And, and, and we just keep talking about these like superstar quarterbacks in their dotage moving around maybe. And I've been wondering whether Aaron Rodgers, who you guys talk to is going to do the work the way that Tom Brady has done the work and did the work in Tampa. You watched it. You saw it. Like, what What did Tom do? And you think Aaron would do the same? Everything you got to do to fit into a new team. Hey, listen, if, 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 you're, if you've had the success that both of those guys have had, you're, you're doing the right things. There's no question about that. With Tom, I always felt, and I used to just sit there and try and soak as much up from him that, I possibly could, and I would watch him do everything all day long. I would watch his mannerisms. I would watch the way he operated, the way he studied, the way he carried himself in meetings, the way he carried himself in front of the guys. And literally by Saturday, I felt like he had the answers to the test. And I think that's that's the separation between him and Aaron and, you know, the greats versus, you know, maybe some of the younger generation that will eventually get there. But I think, you know, towards the end – 
you know, maybe him, you know, he's a six round pick, doesn't have maybe all the talent that all these that maybe Mahomes had coming in. So he's had to kind of work for everything. So his his way of doing that was knowing all the answers to the test before it happened. With Aaron, I will say this, you know, having a chance to get the opportunity to listen to him every week on on Pat's show and listening to kind of his answers and the way he operates, his recall is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Like when we start asking him stuff about things, he's like, oh, yeah, it was, I think, the second series of the game. It was the third play. You know, Dobbs was supposed to do this, and he he did this, and he ends up throwing the corner out to him. But, like, his recollection of the game and his ability to just kind of remember and recall everything, it's it's pretty special. And you can tell, like, he puts a ton of effort in not to not only the stuff pregame, but also the postgame analysis stuff, too. AQ Shipley, 12-year NFL vet, uh, star of the Pat McAfee Show, is our guest. We had you on earlier in the year. Uh to kind of give us like a, a mid-season, I think it was just before the halfway point, of what you thought you were seeing from Justin Fields. Now mm-hmm. that we've seen a full season and the Bears ended up with the number one pick, curious where you think they're at in terms of health of a franchise. Listen, if he can stay healthy, he's special. And and I think, you know, it was a, it was a tale of before the bye and after the bye with them. I mean, it was very clearly a very different team after the bye. It was a very different offense. So I think you got to give kudos to, to Luke Getzey and his ability to kind of swallow his pride, I think, a little bit and not do maybe the offense that he's fully accustomed to and probably installed and then now saying, hey, listen, we got a guy that's pretty special here. Let's build this thing around Justin Fields. And to his credit, they did, and they started doing a lot of the stuff that Philly's doing with Jalen Hurts and the and the zone reads and, you know, using his legs. Now, do you want that to be the 100% answer all the time? No. You you, you obviously got to build a little bit amongst the offensive line, get them some weapons on the outside because a kid can spin it. But I think if we can get some receivers there, I, th- I like the tight end. Cole Komet's great. I think he's great in the run game and the pass game. I think he's a great little option there. Um, we get some guys up front. You know, we get some guys on the outside. I think we, I think you guys got the makings of being a pretty, pretty good offense. You know, I, it's it's the same thing Nick Sirianni did after seven games with Jalen Hurts last year, right? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So he made that shift, and then they added to it. They already had the offensive line, and then they had one of the weapons with Devonta. They go out and get, get AJ Brown. You know what I'm obsessed with, AQ? I want to find Justin Fields, his Jason Kelsey. I want the center who is going to be like the spiritual center of the line and a badass and capable of pulling with them and just kind of guide the way. It's, it, maybe there's a guy in this draft. You know, I'll be doing the research. I know you do it more. You do it better. But how important, how helpful would it be to give Justin Fields that guy? It would be amazing. I mean, I think, you know, it, it, it's so funny that, like, somebody like you says that, which is a brilliant comment, by the way. Anybody that says anything great about centers, I love, first of all. <laughs> let's, start there. Uh, let's, let's slow down hey, man, brilliance. I, I, I was a center in flag football in college. Uh, I love it. Yeah, Mighty Sequoia. I was a center nose tackle and play caller. I'm the highest-ranking center here on the on the, it's on 6 the o'clock staff. yet. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's yeah. go. I love it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to – to kind of just validate that point, it's it's funny because it's they're always the most important guy on the offensive line. They really are. They may not be the most talented. They may not be the best athlete. They may not be the tallest or the strongest or whatever, but they're the most important. They're the guys that have to get everybody on the right page. They're usually the guys that are not the glorified ones. They're the ones that are 
fighting through injury, tough as nails, all this, all the good stuff, right? <laughs> and teams usually devalue them when it comes to contracts. You know, the centers are usually the lowest paid amongst the offensive line, and you know, it's it's one of those things. But when you find a good one, how noticeable is it, right? It's so noticeable when you see what Kelsey's been able to do in Philly, when you see what Marquise Pouncey did in Pittsburgh for all those years, Alex Mack on all his great years, and Corey Lindsley, what he's able to been been able to do in Green Bay and now obviously in LA. Like right when you find those guys, it's a game changer. So to your to your point, yeah. I mean if they can go get a guy like that and then just kind of build from the from the middle out, yeah, I think they got something great. I really like I said you guys know I'm a big fan of Tevin Jenkins. If we can keep him healthy, I think you got a good guard there too. Hmm. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? I like Philadelphia. I, I mean, I've been I've been pretty adamant on that all week. Obviously, I cover cover lines right for a living, and it's it, I haven't seen a group this good. Not only on the offensive side, but on the defensive side. It was funny we we had a guy on today, and he was talking about you know how when they faced against that Seattle defensive line that was so good when, you know, they had so many good pieces and Seattle's really good run on defense. And the difference between this group and that group is they, they got eight. Most, most teams got four, right? Like they got four good defensive linemen. Philly's eight deep on the D line. I mean, you sit here and you sub out Hargraves and Fletcher Cox, who are all pros in the right mind. And here comes Indomitian and Sue and Linval Joseph. You sub out, Robert Quinn and Sweat, and here comes Brandon Graham and Reddick or whoever it may be, right? Like, they got eight legit guys up front that they can just rotate in and out the entire game, not to mention their offensive line is so good. You know, so uh, the other guy I want is Hargraves, so I guess I want the middle of both lines. Should the Bears spend a bunch of money on Javon Hargraves as a, as a, as a possible three-tech or a defensive tackle? So I played against him when he was in Pittsburgh my last year in Arizona in 19, and I was like, man, this guy's good. Like, I remember, like, talking to my dad after the game because my dad's from, like, I grew up in Pittsburgh, so my dad's sitting there, and he's like, he always loved this hard guy. He's like, man, he's like, you're going to have your hands full. This kid's a good player. I'm like, he was still, I mean, I don't want to say relatively unknown at that point, but he was, like, still kind of flying under the radar because they had Cam Hayward and T.J. Watt. And I'm like, oh, man. So I played against him. I'm like, oh, he's good. And Pittsburgh really didn't use him as a pass rusher. And then I'm playing with the Bucks and we, then I'm coaching with them the next year. We ended up playing Philly and Ryan Jensen, who I think the world of as a center. I mean, he had a dog fight with Hargraves the whole game. I mean, the kid's an absolute animal. He's such a good football player, and he's he's only like six foot six one, so he kind of flies under the radar. But oh man, he is so good. All right, AQ Shipley, twelve year NFL vet, Super Bowl champ, now uh, a part of the crew on the Pat McAfee show, which has just been this like rocket ship. It's like basically the number one thing in sports media. You got to understand we're in a weird spot here, AQ, because this is a 30 year powerful powerhouse Chicago radio station. We're an afternoon drive speaks. And I, uh, we've all worked for this, like our, our entire professional lives. And uh, it's a real ego shot because our executive producer, the guy who's been texting you to come on Shane Reardon, great guy. He applied to be your chef. He's our executive producer. He would and, jump ship in a heartbeat. He, he, he would leave us. He'd move to Indianapolis to cook for a different show. Um, Let's go, Shane. 
What a move. Hell yeah. Dude, I'm so done here. <laughs> Shane, we're right here, man. So, so he We're had, right here. So he actually applied. I know McAfee said that he got like 1,500 uh, emails and he's not going through them until, until after the Super Bowl. But he's got all the references. He's got it all on the, on the Instagram. Uh, you're going to put in a good word for our producer. Absolutely. Shane, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Can he use you yeah. as a reference? Yeah, for sure. Oh, God. Okay. Excellent. All right, if McAfee stops changing his phone number, I'll make sure I tell him that uh, that <laughs> you gave me a reference. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, Ship, enjoy the game, man. Thank you very much for the time. It's a pleasure talking hey. uh, interior line with you, one uh, one lineman to another. Oh, you know what I mean? Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Centers for life. That's, Let's go. That's right. Let's go. See you very See you much later. Good lord! Come on, man. Yeah, Danny, you're, you're yeah, no, I know you're yucking on my yum. No, I'm not I got trying a butt. to. Me and Olin, we got a thing. Now me and Ship, oh, we're gonna be hanging out at the center you convention. You and Manley, yeah, yeah, famously, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good was point. Was Manley a center? Let's not give him that much credit. <laughs> yeah, he was a tiny little guy. I'm more of a center than Manley was. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> he was on your granted, side. No, granted, he's not. he suited up in the NFL for 13 Manly years. Manley stood sure. at the center of the line. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> right. Put it that way. <laughs> he did. That's, that's right. I put flags on my waist. And that, that, was, was that. that was tough, though. It was yeah, tough for you. I was, that was tough. It was he important. validated your opinion. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Yeah, I want. I, I, so there we go. As you watch tomorrow, I want the I want the young version. Of the middle of Philly's offensive line, and I want directly the guy in the middle of Philly's defense. Speaks line. real quick. Super Bowl this year is on Sunday. I'm gonna watch it on Sunday. If you I'm don't gonna, <laughs> I got a I got an advanced copy. <laughs> That's impressive. I'm part of the academy. First year they're doing it. Yeah. Who should I bet on? So it is scripted, I'll let you huh? know. Yeah. <laughs> let you know tomorrow night. Can't wait to watch I'll the Super Bowl tomorrow. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be a ton of fun. Watch it tomorrow. Hey, football hey, buddies. I'm part, of, I'm part of the academy. They sent me a screener. It's awesome. All right. It's the same season, right? Super Bowl Saturday, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it yeah. should be. We'll make that case. Yeah, you, what do you see who's playing my <laughs> halftime show tomorrow? <laughs> Who is it? It's not Rihanna. Thank you that much. Brother, brother? Nope, it's Beck doing all of Mellow Gold, top to bottom. Loser, beer can, all that stuff. I just want to go home. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. Parkinson Spiegel show flashback. 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 If it makes you guys feel any better or worse, I think I'm going to try my hand at an Instant Pot queso mac and cheese recipe I found. We'll see how it goes. Layla, what's on your Super Bowl menu? What are you making? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the queso mac and cheese. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right, recipe. my bad. The recipe I got was from Texas Monthly. It's basically because I always make a, a queso of some sort for Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> Listening. That's a an skill. All timer. Can I right can I bring there. something up real quick? Yeah. yeah. Ever since that show expanded to four hours and Lawrence joined, there hasn't been a Shane's meet. Wow. They have not brought me on for a Shane's meet wow. before a holiday or something <clears throat> since Lawrence joined. The yes. ratings have also skyrocketed. Oh. <laughs> yes, they have. The, the ratings are not enormous. <laughs> so the ratings are not enormous. You'd be surprised how small the ratings are. So it's something well, to think about. When you get to go up against two hours of national programming and the worst show that MVP has, there your you numbers go. are going to be a little bigger. Um, Chris Tannehill, uh, we see you with the annual Super Bowl ads, the additions, I should say, of There's No Way to Know, which I frankly forgot was Super Bowl. There's and, No Way to Know. And the, the queso, the queso yes. declaration and re-ask right away. So it's, a, it's yet another reason to look forward to the game. Every There's year. many reasons. And don't forget our cause... To nowhere. Yeah. We are boycotting 
actually or hate watching. Yes, one of the two. Next level chef. Next level chef. Do you want to know something disgusting? It's going to follow the Super Bowl. That's the show, everybody, that had the audacity, or the odyssey, excuse me, to to not cast our man Shane Reardon, who made it to callbacks. Not to brag. I was on a date last night. We went to dinner at this place in Buena Park, then we went to a bar next door right after. We walk into the bar. That promo is on the TV as we walk in. Dude, it, it, I, I'm worried about you during the game, frankly. It's going to be promoted, I'd say, seven and a half times is, is my number. You want the over or the under on seven and a half promos for next level from, chef. From kickoff to conclusion? Correct. Under. Kick- I hope under. That's a lot of times. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, even just like showing it on the bottom of the screen counts. Oh, over. Like, you know, right? Just yeah. a, a little bug in the corner. Yeah. yeah over. Stay tuned for next level chef. How yeah. many times you're hipped to that show between kickoff and the final gun? Shane was skipped ahead to the final round off of the power of his interviews in his Instagram. He thought he was going to get it. He was being told by the producers that he was going to get it. Our bosses knew about it. It taped in London. Uh, for six weeks, four four weeks, mid September through mid October, yeah. and the, the prize was two hundred fifty grand in a mentorship with the chef of your choice, correct, oh. from the show. So Richard Blaze or or uh, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay, yeah. And so yeah, and they then ghosted Shane, never even told him that he didn't make the show. So That's next the part le- of next like. level chef sucks. So sucks. maybe I did make it. You don't know. Oh. I just I haven't been told yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I nor just, did you go to one. I just heard something distressing. You know who did make the cast? Skippity boppity. That guy no. made the cast. I don't like it. He, they sent him to Super Bowl, and he's on Next Level Chef. I don't like it. Skippity cappity. Skippity cappity. Loud ever social furniture. Skippity cappity live out on Radio Row here, presented by Social Furniture. Yep, Gordon Ramsay going to be working closely with Skippity cappity. This just in from Ryan Porth. I don't like the British anyway, and their bad teeth. There you go. There you go. Thank you to Carrington Harrison, A.Q. Shipley. And then, in the best Super Bowl prediction segment anywhere in media, Gio, Coom, Brian Anderson, Joe Flam, Hub Arkish, Luke Canellas, Eddie Casario, Ethan Katz, Pat Hughes, Ron Kittle, Flew Laborde, Mike Lewis, my son Owen. Uh, who's Jeff? I just wrote down Jeff. Joniak. Joniak. Rave- uh, Darren Ravel. <laughs> Tristan Ebner's <laughs> sister. Heard Jeff. Stop calling him Tristan. His name is Tristan. Tristan. Cody Decker, Willie Harris, Chip Carey, Pat Tomasulo. Tomasulo. You think Leftwich did a bad job this year? I'm trying to figure out. No, you can say what you want. I talk to people around the league. Okay, Jeff? (laughs) (laughs) Paul Conrad, uh, Lance Lynn, My Sox Summer, John Morosi, Whitey, Bill Fickner, Pat McGann, Clark the Cub, Uh and Crane Kenny. That's tremendous. That's a lot of thanks. Yep. Connor O'Donnell and Kevin Lapka, thank you. Twitch chat, video stream, thank you, sir. Shane... Thanks be to God, am I right? Yeah, always. Shane Reardon, our executive producer, thank you, sir. Chris Tannehill makes us sound better than we are each and every day. For Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkins and Spiegel. This is the score. You were talking about Jesus Christ there? Uh, that's what I was implying, yeah. Yeah. Till next time, I'm Lynn Bramer on XRT. Take nothing for granted. It's F period great to be alive. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.